um if you see that thumbnail i think it's aptly worded huh? football bloody hell it was that kind of a day man what a way to finish off the group stages of euro 2020 especially group f um where the permutations and combinations kept changing every minute 15 minutes in portugal's going out 20 minutes in germany's going out suddenly portugal is back in hungary is going in and then you know at the 81st minute when the germans equalized the germans are going in again it was that sort of a day and i don't think anyone complained that if you were in india and you had to stay up till about 3 am it was your money's worth but there were some people who were watching it in uh, how do i put it? german standard time arunava yes german standard yes time. german standard time and uh, before before i introduce everyone uh, let me introduce our guest on the show today on our euro coverage arunava choudhury someone who's been around indian football for so long um i'll just say indianfootball.com if you know what i'm talking about you're old school if you don't know what i'm talking about then you're on the bajegi ct udega ball come on india let's football back by good um arunava good to have you with us on the show who's joining us from germany we're also joined by richard hood and uh, partner in crime siddhant ani as we're looking back at oof, what what a what a day of football that was uh, we were talking before the show even the sweden game was something to watch forsberg doing it for the swedish uh, arunava what was it like man the emotions because so we the neutrals we're going nuts Okay, so I had two screens on. I had one TV on, iPad. I had the other game on, right? Uh, but for large parts of last night, Germany were going out. If it wasn't till that equalizer, it was uh, one of those uh, crazy nights of football where anything was possible. You know, it was. Uh, I think England. If if you're an England fan, uh, the possibility of playing any of those four teams was given <laughs> during those ninety minutes, and. Uh, and it was just insane i think there was a lot of expectation riding after the 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 massive win against in portugal the whole scene here in germany changed over those few days you know you suddenly had uh, the flags were out again you know in mm. at the houses the cars the buses everyone was talking about football but but i feel there was one piece of distraction with this whole rainbow you know lgbtq pride month topic cropping up that i think mm. germany in i think even the team got distracted because of that i think there was too much to talk about that rather you, you really think it pierced pierced through the team and its preparations i mean you were seeing mats hummels was wearing a, a pride <clears throat> shirt you know a colorful shirt in the pre match press conference not wearing the typical you know germany uh, branded adidas uh, um, you know training training jersey or 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 outgoing uh, kit I, it it wasn't it was a massive distraction and of course the topic about uh, thomas muller being injured Uh, Robin Gosens most probably playing the life of his match against Portugal. Um, there were a few things which were not like like usual, and then of course you had the monsoon rains in Munich, which which made it difficult as well. I mean that was more of a soggy Maidan ground than a than a than a than the Allianz Arena. So you know there were tons of these factors coming in. Well, what what was it like in the sense like were you guys sort of expecting because for eighty one minutes Germany was out, sir. and if germany would have been out uh, because i remember this is the first time in a long time um, in the last 5 uh, 7 editions of world competition euro and world cup where germany is not being discussed as a title favorite at least amongst us neutrals so if you guys would have gone out would have been like ha we to expected a jogi lows 15 year tenure is coming to an end time now to look forward to hansi flick well that was i think sadly a given um with with the whole scenario with with with, with which is there i think that that mood was there also with the german fans i mean we had some funny discussions on a platform called clubhouse in recent days uh, where we know even german fans and were saying oh you know what we're going into this tournament let's see you know france is much stronger portugal is much stronger mm. um you know finishing maybe third might be the best thing and and i always said is that if you look at the roster that the team has if you look at the potential this team has especially by bringing back homels and bringing back muller um this is a team which can challenge any team in this tournament because i think it, it's one of the most even competitions uh, going in in the last 10 15 or years i would say yeah. and 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 i also said to me i think the trickiest match always was hungary uh because everyone again france you know what you to expect you know what you expect of of portugal but hungary as a defensive unit And, and a friend of mine is a very good friend of the, the Hungarian coach Marco Rossi. So you know he's worked his way up. He was coach at Ferenc Varos and then went on to you now coach the national team. And 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 he's, he's he's quite a good coach. He gets the maximum out of his players. And I think that was also seen. I think if you see the defensive units in this tournament, surely 
They conceded three against Portugal. They conceded a goal against France. But look at the way, even conceding two against Germany. But Hungary's defence was the big problem, I think, for all these so-called big threes. And that was my big concern going into this match. Because again, you know, before the first game, you know, Germany was already out of the competition. What are you going to do? You're going to lose heavily against France. The game against Portugal is a dream game. I mean, that was, you know, that was, I think, so far the game of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hungary was the one, you know, where you, know, you can't grab it. You can't feel it, you know, where you stand in this game. I think and, you and stole the, you that stole was the, the words out of my mouth. You stole the words out of my mouth because, you know, when you talk group of death, right? Um, more often than not, if you look back at competitions, you get one odd good game in that group. And you see the two usual suspects are moving up. And that's that. But here, the group of death really stood out because of Hungary. Because Hungary gave a fight to each and every team, whether it be Portugal, whether it be a scare that they gave to France, and also Germany. I mean, much more than a scare. I think they gave a few heart attacks or two. Uh, you, you said you had to walk around while watching yes. that game. You couldn't sit at home and watch the game. I, I, I realized I've got my Fitbit here on my arm and I walked around three kilometers during the game. So, uh, it, was, it was one of those games and it's... And the weather of, of, of this is one another factor at the moment, which is very weird. It was it was decent against France. It was blazing hot against Portugal, and it was actually quite cold. I put on the the little heater on uh, towards the end of the game as well. So it was it it all was sort of matching up with with the emotions that you had uh, during those three games. Richard, एक तरफ है AFC जाम कह रहे हैं भाई साहब आपने ये क्या किया पांच टीम खिलाए पांच के पांच क्वालिफाई करा दिया श्रीलंका ने एक पॉइंट ने अपने नाम नहीं किया श्रीलंका इज ऑल्सो गॉन टू द थर्ड राउंड uh but here at least with regards to this group acha why you got a third place because for the tournament all top 3 teams are going through also the fact that you mentioned about uh, hungary and things the, the dynamic of a group of that very rarely do you get uh, hungary ka pehle se set tha i mean they went after whatever they could grab i mean there was very little for them to take away from uh, these three teams so when uh, abnova mentioned about the defensive resolute uh, that they showed throughout the Game. I'm sure they would have done a lot more study on how these uh, teams attack. And you look at the options. I mean, some of France's bench, uh, what mm. they could uh, throw at Hungary in terms of finding solutions around these guys. So whatever Hungary put forward in terms of, uh, I mean, uh, the unity and also they were genuinely. I mean, you read the press comments, right? Like the coach's interview afterwards. There was genuine regret in terms of they didn't accept the fate that we finished last in the group and we're not going through. I mean. The way they fought, they had every reason to believe that they had a place in the round of 16. Had it not been for such a such an unfair group, so I mean, uh, fighting all through all three games, and like you said, it's uh, you get these dead rubbers in uh, groups of that because it's always about playing out a draw. It's enough and things like yeah, that. But yeah. these guys took the game to Germany. I mean, uh, uh, in terms of fighting spirit, that's something that we have to. Really I, I think, but what I really liked was, you know, uh, I know both of you mentioned their defensive solidity and their shape, but then it was it was not just about defending, right? कि जब बॉल है यू एट द इंटेंसिटी विद विच दे ब्रेक ऑन द बॉल वर्सेस दीज गाइस दैट वाज रियली नाइस टू सी एंड देन द फैक्ट दैट यू आर गोइंग एंड स्कोरिंग सो यू आर एग्जीक्यूटिंग दैट प्ले ऑल द मोर यू सॉर्ट ऑफ गिवन दीस बिग बॉयज अ बिग ऑफ अ झटका एंड प्लस योर योर व्हाटएवर योर सेंस ऑफ फाइट इज ऑलवेज हाइटेंड अप यू आर नॉट गोइंग टू वेस्ट एनी ऑफ योर चांसेस अगेन अगर इफ यू गोइंग टू सिट बैक एंड देन कैपिटलाइज ऑन एनी सॉर्ट ऑफ ब्रेक दैट यू गेट इन द गेम that's all that you've got so in terms of uh, being clinical in terms of making it uh, count having those few chances making those uh, uh, counter attack routines uh, perfect because germany again uh, there was a good article that came up the other day that they then playing a 352 which became a, a five man up front with gossens and all these guys coming in they are by far the most predictable team in terms of how they attack how they operate yeah because you know they're going to come from there yeah yeah where they coming from and what spaces they leave idle in terms of uh, for the counter so maybe hungary played to that plan in terms of uh, The breakaways that they had and things uh, that was uh, worth uh, looking at. I mean, uh, round of 16 would be interesting purely for this in terms of how uh, you, you said round round of 16. Yeah, round of 16. By uh, England versus Germany, uh, Belgium versus Portugal. But since all of us love bashing England, up to up to they are going home. It's not coming yeah. home. Come on, huh? Anyway. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's it's time. क्वार्टर फाइनल बिटवीन स्वीडन एंड जर्मनी 
that's going to be a cracker of a game if and when so that you, happens. So you've already decided that Sweden will win and Germany will win. Yeah, Sweden are in a good position, you know, because they are play, they having topped their group. <coughs> they play the third place team, which are Ukraine. And Ukraine looked alright. Hmm. Uh, they had a terrible game against Austria, but but I think the Swedes have consistently been strong. And uh, for me, actually, of the four matches last night, uh, the Sweden Poland game was the one that like really got me excited and and like uh, I was taking notes and and got got and, you excited yeah. Huh? Mm. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it, it it doesn't take much but <laughs> notes le raha tha aur kyunki richard bhai lineup mein the mujhe laga ki aap coaching pe aadha ghanta baat karenge kam se kam ki like from a coach's perspective that uh, sweden uh, sweden poland game there was so much that so many teachable moments i don't know if you use these phrases but uh, so so many things to chat about in that game so i'm really looking forward to these two sides going up because uh, yeah yeah i'm not one haan ji richard haan ji richard nahi wo coaching points hai agar richard's audio is now back to yes acceptable okay. levels thank you perfect perfect you did well done Nee, from the coaching point of view, I read this good article yesterday about Germany using uh, each of their uh, whatever in terms of how they're building it. They refer to each uh, point in the game as a construction site, where you need to sort of uh, what is going well and what is what needs to be addressed. They, they use the term construction site over there, yeah. and the detailing that is going behind each of their tactics. Now they want to be perfect with this three-five-two, uh, from whatever was displayed. Like no matter how how predictable they might be. They want yeah, them to sort of. Yeah, but that can that can also be your uh, that can also be a negative, right, Arunava? That um, you are so you're being so headstrong about being three five two, three five two, three five two, three five two, that the guy you're going to play against is going to say, "Acha, ठीक है, let's throw three five two and get them there," which Hungary almost showed last night. I mean, the point is, if you look at Hungary, I think uh, you know, have to speak about the strikers in Adam Shaloy and 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 Roland Salai. Uh, that Adam Shaloy was a troublemaker last season at Mainz. He plays in the Bundesliga. He's been a Bundesliga player for many, many seasons. He he started off a rebellion. He was thrown out by the club. The players even did a strike to get him back and all that stuff. And 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 he was regarded not good enough. And and they, they interestingly they extended his contract yesterday. Mm. So and he's the captain. So so that wasn't that is you know that's an interesting side story that these guys know each other. It's not that it's an unknown striker who suddenly comes in and plays. Roland Shaloy also plays in Germany. at freiburg and, and you know i think the the freiburg guys are looking already at the at the euros or the the, the pounds that might come in because of that performance of that young boy so mm. so so that was that was that was the problem at on one side that you've brought back mats hummels who's given them a certain bit of stability but mats hummels has his one or two mistakes per game um which which gives the opposition the chance to 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 either get goal scoring opportunities or or even score goals um which which Sad, is, which huh? is one of the problems because this guy this guy like 7 8 years back was untouchable um exactly possible. but there's 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 two things that they say about this the squad now after these these first three matches uh if if maxomel scores against france germany normally wins the tournament maxomel was the one nil goal scorer in 2014 Yeah. and uh, if you beat portugal as well you're going to win the tournament so these two combinations are already there so normally uh, that's a very good sign you uh, guys are clutch- you guys are clutching at straws ha huh, ronawa let me tell you if you guys are going like that let's us then it's india saying if india loses 7-0 then india has a good chance because no, they're not the, losing 9 so this is this is a uh, perfect demonstration of what we're talking about the english media and and how they <laughs> what they construct right so here's a case of uh, you know someone who who's very much a member of the the german media and and uh, a part of those conversations that are happening there and the kind of like whatever you want to call it wishful thinking cherry picking of stats to make sure things uh, go the way you want in your head and stuff like yeah. that but uh, it's pretty it's, similar everywhere in that sense arunava what is the uh, i want to ask you if suddenly now everyone is touting germany to go and win the tournament um, because i feel the You know, जो जनता है एजुकेटेड जनता है विद रिगार्ड्स टू फुटबॉल जो हमारे जैसे न्यूट्रल वाली जनता है जर्मनी है वो वाचा पाचा बट द पॉइंट इज वॉट इज द रिबेलियन लाइक टू थ्री फाइव टू इज इट स्टिल वेरी स्ट्रॉन्ग विद रिगार्ड्स टू द फैंस और आर दे काइंड ऑफ शोइंग साइंस ऑफ एक्सेप्टिंग इट स्पेशली आफ्टर वॉट यू गैस डेड टू पॉसिबल आफ्टर एवरी गेम द मूड चेंज आफ्टर द फर्स्ट गेम अगेंस्ट फ्रांस आई थिंक पीपल वर नॉट श्योर वॉट टू थिंक I think France was a very 
And I said to myself, I thought that Germany actually didn't play that bad. And I think France at the moment, the way they're playing, I think are with the quality that they have, they're not putting it really onto the ground. I think that is a that is a fact. The, after the Portugal game, the situation was okay. We can we can actually go far. I think that that mood came in again. As I said, suddenly the flags were out. People are suddenly wearing the jersey again because there's been a negative mood around the German national team since 2018. So that is a big has been a big factor that for the first time in many years, or actually for the first time in my lifetime at least, there's been a negative around the German team. There's been a lot of talk about the marketing. Die Mannschaft was created, which I think is internationally now an accepted phrase for the German team. But in Germany, you can do everything, but you should not say the Mannschaft because that's the most negative thing amongst football fans and amongst neutrals. Mm. Um, Hungary was a reality check because it was a, from a German perspective, it was not a good game. Let's be very, very clear about it. That was not a good game. You still had your chances, but... Um, so it's been a roller coaster for the Germans, and now come England, and and you know there's a lot of history. Germany's won their matches in in, in Wembley. They've beaten England in a penalty shootout in '96. They won the Euros in '96 over there. They've won the last game when Wembley, uh, you know, held a match in the old Wembley where Didi Hamann scored the winner. So there's a lot of positive history riding on the matches against Germany, and of course you've got also the 2010 World Cup qualifier. Uh, sorry, the World Cup match in South Africa with that famous Lampard goal, which was not mm-hmm. given. Uh, one of the reasons why VAR has been implemented in football. Fair point. Uh, Richard, uh, funny because we haven't spoken much about France-Portugal. Um, and before we really get into France-Portugal, because, you know, Ekta France-Portugal started off as a very tactical affair. Um, both teams testing out each other. No one really completely showing all patte. And then, then came a phase that you realize both teams are qualifying. So, you know, both are sitting back. They're not really going for it. But I think the big talking point has to be Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, didn't do much in the game, Richard. He didn't do much in the game. He didn't do Nowadays, when he tries sprinting, it looks like slow motion sprinting, at least. Um, still scored two goals. Three and now, highest goal scorer in the world along with Ali Dai at 109. It's a massive feat, man. 109 yeah. goals international football. This Another comment as well that he's finding records that you didn't even know exist. I think it is 20 goals in World Cups and uh, Euros combined. So, he's broken that record as well. Mm-hmm. It just seems like this guy is going to say, what can we do today? What can we do today? What can we do That checklist, you just seem to find new, new, I mean, uh, new reasons and new parameters to sort of uh, break through. But I totally agree. I mean, like Ali Day's record, again, I think it would have come... Bulk of it would have come against uh, Asian opposition, and Iran was a formidable side. He was playing for a top side. I think at one time he was the best player in Asia. So, yeah. and to play against uh, Asia that was not that developed in his era, uh, comparisons era wise, and thing, this is incredible what he's done. I mean, uh, you can't talk enough about what he, I mean, again, that too against France now. If the record, if you had to choose the opposition to break it against uh, defending world champions, mm. that he got this record against uh, that sort of parameter. I mean, uh, hats off to him. And he is our own, because in that list, he is our own goal. Now, this is the beauty of uh, Ronaldo. I was talk sports where they have got Jose Mourinho. And so, when he had to describe what is Ronaldo, he said, records drive him. It's pretty clear. Ki, like Richard said, what can I do today? And that is my motive going forward, right? But the beauty of Ronaldo is that at the highest level of the game, He's also changed his game. He's sort of changed his game, realizing that if I want to, you know, sort of longevity lani apni game, but maintain that potency, I need to change my game a little bit. So with regards to Sunil, you suppose these last two years or so, he needs to bring about a bit of a change in his approach to the game so that that longevity continues and his goal scoring record doesn't sort of take a hit. Good question, bhai. I mean, usually when you, when you call me out, you make a statement and you leave it hanging. Actually, Richard brought up some of these things when we were talking about Sunil uh, after he, after the last game. In the context of Goran Pandev retiring and the, the sort of similar trajectories of their two careers. And he was talking about things that improve after a certain age or a certain amount of time that you spend uh, on the pitch because of familiarity, muscle memory, intelligence, whatever. You know, aspects of your personality or your playing of your game that go up and other aspects that go down like speed and uh, perhaps stamina. 
so so in that context i mean yesterday there there were many examples of this man uh, to to kind of demonstrate how slight the slightly older teams uh, poland being one of them perhaps in some sense uh, from the 60th minute to maybe the 85th or even the 90th minute in that game against uh, sweden they were able to kind of change the entire dynamic of the game uh, that and and on the other hand you have a bunch of these young players sweden obviously looking to play for uh, the next round of the competition so bringing on players who've not played a part yet uh, one of who was really really impressive by the way but we can get to that later um, <clears throat> so so the young swedes at 60 minutes 2-0 up kind of uh, you know losing the track a bit making mistakes in uh, on the left side final third that resulted in a lewandowski goal from uh, the opposite diagonally opposite flank in like seconds the first goal that uh, robert lewandowski scored so so sunil also similarly man he has that with age that kind of calmness uh, that i think in his mind he has made the changes that he's needed to make to his game in order to adapt and stay on longer now it's up to the teams that signing him whether it's his club side bangalore fc or the national team of which he's undoubtedly like we've said many times uh, the first person or the second person oh, on the team sheet uh, it's up to the coaches to kind of fix the system around him so that he can be best utilized and uh, you know not missing on on the pitch aruna bhai you you saw the games uh, in qatar you suppose a bit of a shift or change is needed just so that you sort of extend sunil's career even more and his potency sort of doesn't drop with the national team i am uh, always amazed when i nowadays see sunil play the way he did i mean i was really um you know uh, banking on him to save us always i don't know why i mean that's the the feeling you get that that sunil somehow will do something for us like he did against bangladesh and you know we have to be honest that without sunil i think we would have not won the game um i think the the coach needs to find a system where you safeguard sunil as well i think if you're using him as a as a classic number 9 where he has to do all the running and he, you know he has to be the first man in the front line i think that's not the right position for him sometimes i'd rather have him play ideally as a 10 and you've got a real you know marksman in front of him that, so that, that that person sort of shields him a little bit and he gets a little bit of freedom but again we don't have too many options because we've also to take care of our defensive line Hmm. um you know we've got someone like brandon in there as well so again that's a very difficult question for whoever comes in as a national team coach when we are playing stronger sides or are we playing weaker sides are we going to be you know be able to build something because that's something that i was worried in the last few months or actually been worried about the last two years uh, post the oman and the qatar game since the bangladesh game then you know that, that there's, there's something suddenly which gone went missing under igosti much uh but again sunil or even you know players who we don't even consider at the moment national team players len dungal saved us against afghanistan in that game in dushanbe so so the question is um do we can we build a team again a new team around sunil chetri or an old team around sunil chetri to safeguard that he can get those moments to score that one or two or three goals for us mm. um which 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 will keep us in competitions or keep us in matches and also be successful as well because we need to also groom the next generation you know manveer singh has done quite well for himself over the last two years but again in in doha i felt he wasn't you know he yeah, didn't he take the on. step he up that on. was needed yeah and and again you know what are your options do you bring in uh, an ishan pandita give him that chance uh, again are we expecting too much from ishan at this moment so I, i have a solution i have a solution richard bhai your final question here sir if you want to extend sunil and his potency to the national team you need to bring a mr lalpak lua back into the national team he needs to find his groove he needs to be the focal point going forward because lalpak lua sahab was a bum humne yaya tourez triple can you believe it? how many times written the word bum in that article yeah yeah and and jj knows exactly how to fend people off at the international level not just club level and if he can do that then sunil can easily play off because that telepathy is there between the two of them on how to operate I mean that uh, partnership. I think even Sunil had mentioned he is amongst the top three teammates he preferred playing with over the years, right? The strike partnerships. So uh, JJ's uh, inclusion in the national team will only be subject to how he do- how he does for the clubs that he plays for, yeah. and with increasing now, I think decreasing number of uh, foreigners now coming in, JJ getting himself uh, fit. I think the last match he played was about three four months ago, so it might be 
good enough time if it's not a chronic problem where he gets fit again and then sees himself uh, playing week in and week out for east bengal or wherever he ends up lekin ha whether for sunil to uh, sort of lead the line with that sort of dynamic holding up play and then delaying that's not really his uh, forte you need somebody like that to bring sunil into the game or play yeah. off him so i guess uh, if not jj then uh, we need to look at some uh, other option physically i think only rahim ali is has that capability maybe a long way off from uh, even uh, playing regularly for the club but uh, somebody who has the physicality to do that where uh, you delay play and then uh, let the talisman come in and uh, score those goals or at least uh, progress the attack but udhar bhi problem hai na agar sirf jj ki taraf dekh rahe hain hum to as a solution then Like Arunava said, like Manveer did well enough, but then uh, you, uh, can we lean that much on Ishan or something like that? Options are not too yeah. many. Uh, Annie, boy, very quickly, he said, "Na old habits die hard." So this is a statement. Huh? Statement, I guess. Hopefully, at least we're back on the Euro track. We're so, back on the Euro track. No, but this, boy, valid point. Hai. Us bande ne wahan pe the best player in the world. How he's reinvented his game at the highest level. Uh, you know, so what sort of uh, lessons do you take for your best player? in your country so that he also you know that longevity at least till 2023 asian cup cuz i feel uh, in these qatar games i have seen sunil slowing down a bit yeah the thing is main thoda dekh raha tha so so if you also look at the like of course they are 36 now but they also most of these guys started playing pro football at a very young age right so over the course of of their 20 years also playing the game they have reinvented and changed and chopped uh, bits and pieces throughout you know the evolution of a player i think is always continuing in some uh, form or the other and uh, and so so i mean this is going to be a, in order to because the game is also changing so much if you look at how even teams were set up or te- what how teams approach the game faster or, but it's team. becoming faster na bhai how do you keep pace with it you keep pace with it by this not with your muscle yeah i mean which is not to say i mean the examples we are taking whether it's sunil or ronaldo they are among the fittest of athletes that we uh, can see anywhere in the world probably across sport so maybe sheer expl- explosive pace acceleration those things go down but only marginally yaar and i think the additions to uh, to your sort of mental strengths and and how this muscle operates uh, are far greater or compensate for that loss in speed and and acceleration richard want to come in now just saying psychologically as well there was a big comment about uh, ronaldo in this particular tournament he isn't the <clears> ronaldo <throat> before he is a lot more at peace with himself so earlier if he saw his teammates take a shot that could have been a pass to him he used to absolutely go berserk abhi bhi aise karta hai abhi bhi karta hai itna bhi nahi hai matlab bol rahe the ki ye particular game mein bilkul nahi dikha matlab he was uh, getting on with things a lot more was sulking ye sab chala gaya I think the closer he gets to breaking these sort of records, the more he realizes that okay, that sort of uh, being the actual leader that uh, Portugal wanted, he might fit into that role a lot more just from the temperament that he displayed when teammates let him down and things. So, um, also, I think this is this is quite possibly the most uh, talented bunch that Ronaldo has had a chance to play with in terms yeah, of yeah, Portugal yeah. side. You have to say that. So, Going so maybe practice. maybe that also kind of. The, the gap between what ronaldo or what ronaldo has to do often for portugal he's been missing for uh euro like 2004 mein tha kya ye no he wasn't there but what a team that was yeah euro to i love no, 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 he was that was his he first was, he was 18 that was his first round yeah 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 but yeah. oh, that yeah, was yeah. a different ronaldo when the yeah. step overs didn't look like in slow motion you know yeah. that was going on He's the first player to play 5 euros and i think siddhant i think hit it on on the head i think that that ronaldo can trust his teammates much much more and then you know you've got a, a a very interesting mix of experience you know you players like pepe joao mutinho in this team and 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 the young guns were coming through uh, yeah, you know so. The, the, so 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 from that aspect i think um, you know and and i think he seems to be getting wiser with age as well in some aspects of his game but even you know but even if you, when you see him celebrate a penalty uh, goal then you think about it okay uh, you scored the best goal in your life he still does that that's that's, that's just cristiano ronaldo like he did against hungary the other night or did yesterday against france but but you know it's 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 insane the records that that he has broken yeah. or to some extent that that you know messi on the other side of the world is is trying to break 
um, and and these guys, or for us on the local aspect, you know, the the, the what Sunil is doing, and and you've you've mentioned, uh, you know, uh, um, or or uh, Goran Goran Chetri or or, or or Sunil Pandev, whatever you want Sunil to say, Pandev. but yeah. even but but Sunil Pandev, that but, but Goran Pandev is another story, an interesting story that he's been able to exterior in Syria with Genoa. He's always gone back to the national team. He's struggled also. He's been out of the national team, brought back. Um, and they've achieved something that I think no one would have expected from a North Macedonia. But again, it's a typical dodgy team from the Balkans, which can play football, will fight it out. And, you know, when you see those those emotions when you play, especially, uh, you know, Serb origin players like in Anatovic, but in Austria. Fair point. Fair point. Also, it's good to see that the first world also suffers from the same kind of internet lags that we do. Uh, <laughs> एयरटेल होगा एयरटेल आगे बढ़े आगे बढ़े बिकॉज सो नाइस डिस्कशन गाइज लेट्स मूव ऑन टू ऑफ पिच बिकॉज इफ यू टॉक अबाउट द पॉर्चुगल फ्रांस गेम टू पेनल्टी डिसीजन थ्री पेनल्टी डिसीजन हम जी बोल थ्री पेनल्टीज टू पेनल्टीज राइट थ्री पेनल्टीज कंटेंशियस यू वुड से टू ऑफ दैम एंड एंड द हॉर फॉर मी वॉज द सेकेंड वन विच गॉट फ्रांस बैक इन द गेम बिकॉज उसने देखा तो but he still referred it and despite seeing the replays they still gave it as a penalty so we're going to talk about var and uh, all the good that it brings to the game and all the bad that it brings to the game from a referee's aspect and also from the game's aspect in off pitch yes bhai i'll start sorry yeah <laughs> last night we had a conversation discussing what we'll do in the second segment we said no no we'll keep we are in the first segment while we are talking about the game because it's part of what happens on the pitch but hamare jo bhai sahab hai kare dekh baat nahi baat nahi kari humne to kya kare but what's a major talking point from yesterday because i'll tell you why okay uh, so the first decision contentious okay tough decision i thought correct decision because he came late uh, and kudos to the guy who went and took the header after that wo aake usne loris ne usko mara hai now what what i'm trying to get at is a lot of the french players after that but telling him, why you not going and checking var go check out the replay you have it at your disposal to which the referee said look i am clear in my head i don't need to go there this is in fact one of the discussions people have had with the effect that var could have on a referee but they themselves might want to second guess a, a decision right to wo ek clarity hota na that you want from a referee ki ye sahi hai mere ram boom moving on i i might be wrong but i'm giving it at that time and i'm putting my neck on the line i really enjoyed that but then came the second one and that was a huge howler firstly for all, all of you what did you guys make of those two penalties both were penalties uh, one was penalty aruna i'll start with you first one penalty second one not a penalty uh, the first one surely was a penalty i mean full, uh, but that's hugo loris right i mean hugo loris will play you sometimes he's well, it's, it's it's the tottenham syndrome right sometimes you play world class and sometimes you play as if you don't can't play football and that was um yeah sorry you arsenal fans i'm not going to talk about you that's even even more heartbreaking at the moment but uh, <laughs> but but um but again you don't go in like that and 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 again yeah yeah that's but sometimes i don't know why if again if you've got it at your disposal if you're even if you're 99% sure you know that 1% if and but i think you should just go outside and have a look but, and get yourself the 100% clarity and then say okay theek hai bhai it's a penalty or no it wasn't a penalty so so then are we are we assuming richard that going forward um wo jo kehte na one of the big uh, naysayers of var they say is that is breaking flow of the game right the the game that we love to play is because there's played a certain tempo it's played a certain flow but now if you want every referee to sort of second guess every decision that they're taking is that good going forward or is that just because right now we're in that transition phase hum log purane khayalat ke wale log hain who are used to referees taking their own calls maybe 10 years down the line these things will not be discussed it'll just be a part of the game so it's normal i think anything that is subject to human interpretation now usme galtiyan to milengi or at least you'll have split opinions like you can look at the exact same clips and come up with two different opinions about it it was a bit too harsh he could have let that go mai bol raha hu replay lagatar dekhne ke baad bhi Like today, ये ब्राजील कोलंबिया गेम में भी वॉज एब्सोलूट स्क्रू अप इन टर्म्स ऑफ द रेफरिंग ओवर दर एंड इवन फ्रॉम वॉट आई अंडरस्टैंड रेफरीटेड येफरीज इन यूरोप चैंपियंस लीग फाइनल कम्प्लीटली फोर्थ राइट एंड रियली आई मीन इन टर्म्स ऑफ द रेपुटेशन कम्स इन बट देन 
wherever there's human interpretation with video assistance or whatever it is you will get a split in opinion like arunava mentioned just that he stopped himself at the tottenham point you will have bias bhai matlab jo bhi bolo matlab it can come down to the <laughs> smallest of decisions you will have bias and uh, if you're talking about the uh, evolution of this whole vr but i would be happy to see it go away because it leaves one set of uh, fans happy and another set of fans upset about how could you have given that even after viewing it like but your but argument but just but now. if you accept vr then you are accepting that you'll get clarity on all decisions not really again it's interpretation na matlab but Matlab-hmm. see sir offside agar wo itna bhi uska hath aage hua offside hua offside nahi bol raha hu lekin ye jahan pe aap ye cultural aa jata hai na in the seria that would have been a penalty in the premier league he would have never given that a foul matlab aise aise factors may be vr kicks in i mean if it gets reduced to that because then they'll say give it for everything we want a fair game जैसे क्रिकेट में भी हो क्रिकेट इज आई मीन इट्स बिकम यूजलेस टू वॉच नाउ आई मीन फॉर टेक्नोलॉजी फुटबॉल में कितना है भाई वो हाथ पाओ बाल टी शर्ट ये सब में भी आ रहा है ना ये सो अनलेस रूल्स इवॉल्व टू एट द रेफरीज अट बेटर the uh, factor needs to come in the rules also have to evolve to make the game equally exciting because uh, we can't go down this road of interruption and at least in my opinion i guess it's not really in favor of the game itself having too many interruptions and running across to watch the video and things hmm. anyway uh, what's your take then are you are you all for the new um you know that should we accept techno- technology and theek hai 10 saal is a I mean, period I we have no choice it has been accepted now and and there's a very strong push uh for uh, video assisted refereeing and all of that so we don't really have a choice in the matter so I, i'm I, i mean i think for countries like india where refereeing just as every other aspect of of football development is uh, something that needs to be concentrated on something that needs to grow uh video assistance is extremely sort of damaging to that process uh because you know like you've seen in cricket over time yeah particularly in the domestic games we've almost reached a stage where the umpires on the field their decisions don't make a difference because everything is uh, kind of referred right <clears throat> you uh, you so I, if i can make a comparison with the recently concluded french open and the kind of calls those uh, both the line judges as well as the chair umpire were taking right because uh, the, the different referral system happening i mean so switched on uh, the umpires were yeah uh, taking on the players when when even when there were some strong arguments being made on a clay court where it's not so easy to find those exact marks that you're looking for you know so if other sports can do it in a manner that is uh, not sort of uh, doesn't have a negative impact on the flow of the game and in football where let's let's go i want to go back to the one point that we made consistently throughout in the var context which is that if you take the joy of celebration of a goal away from the fans you're having a major major impact on how people consume and enjoy and feel uh, this game i mean to have a goal scored like like benzema's goal last night top goal right and to wait 30 seconds sitting there should i celebrate should i not celebrate because <laughs> you know uh, but then the toss up toss up is this na bhai see uh would you rather go for the check or rather say ki i'm a little iffy because uh, 80% i'm clear about this decision but 20% i'm not clear but theek hai koi nahi goal ka celebration if, if hai, in every hai. other aspect of the sport whether it's uh, what happens off the pitch or whether it's what players do or whether it's what coaches do if there's room for human error and that is not corrected by uh, artificial intelligence or or technology assisted kind of uh, corrections then why and why not in refereeing here why why should these guys be held to a completely different standard and set of standards from everyone else it, to me the logic doesn't really you know is 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 the bundesliga a lot more accepting of var or are they also there's a lot of resistance uh, from from that area as well i think that discussion is going on in the bundesliga in germany like when the world because uh, i think there are sort of the so called traditionalists who say let the game go on as it's gone on and not talking points with these mistakes but on the other side i think uh, you know and statistics have shown over the last two three years that there's a lot of more uh, fair play uh, in 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 course correction by using vr 
and and uh, the thing is is the system perfect i think no the system is far from perfect because you need to learn from other sports of course the comparisons are weak when we try compare it let's say with nfl football or we compare it with with the tennis or with uh, ice hockey would be an interesting one where you take quick decisions field hockey is another one where you know where quick decisions are made where also the teams have you know the opportunities to 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 ask for a referral in certain situations so i think the system needs to needs to evolve i think it's still not perfect i think also that, uh, that there's one problem that we face in football and 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 we're facing it more and more the game is getting faster and faster so what can the human eye really catch i think mm-hmm. that is a big big problem can you really see every situation correctly and and we've had a few situations with offsides with penalties where decisions have been reversed or let's say the spaniards would have not gotten two of their penalties okay they didn't score that's a different topic but they wouldn't have gotten their two penalties uh, if 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 they weren't uh, referred to vr so i think yeah. it, it it helps in the fair play aspect do we have to wait yes it's it's sometimes stupid especially when you're sitting in a stadium uh, i remember uh, two seasons ago i was watching borussia dortmund versus uh, uh, bayer leverkusen and marco royce scored a brilliant goal and the whole stadium went berserk but the players on the ground didn't go berserk but they thought, because marco royce i think realized he was offside and yeah. they had this vr review thing on the screen and everyone was waiting 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 and you waited literally for 2 minutes again they're trying to cut down on that time i think that is something that is already happening it's happening much much faster and mm. um you are getting more and more of these referees to become vr refs i think you need to specialize the vr ref as well ideally i think you need to get vr refs who are not on field refs but who are vr refs or ex referees or not go- or due to age or some other factors are not It no longer getting good more, more people then to take that decision like like yesterday that second decision uh, so the first thing i thought jo jo dekh raha hai wo wo keh raha hai laws of the game laws of the game uh, you get a push uh, so he's given a penalty mbappe given a penalty but subjective right to jisne vr pe dekha hai replay mein usne kaha yes ref your decision is correct but that decision might be wrong somewhere else for another referee or for another person who's judging it by vr so you need to standardize that part of the game i think that is a big problem of standardization which doesn't happen in the world i think that is the that is the you know there were fifa where you know the continental bodies whether the country associations need to really get a little stricter and say listen there is a certain line as you say you know the comparison about serie a and, and premier league or even premier league compared to any other league in europe uh, that they are more lenient and this and that and everything and you know there are tougher decisions in germany that discussion happens that that certain decisions in the bundesliga are taken where the match would be running uh, in the champions league or europa league or even at the at the euros so so the players behave themselves differently i let's take the the, the rahul beke situation that rahul beke after 70 minutes has to go off because in an in an, in an isl game you know bhai bhai please sir please don't 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 give me a red card huh? he would have somehow would have talked himself out of it and and that is i think the difference that you have that you need to be able to standardize those decisions and that is not happening and again the game is becoming faster and faster and you need that technical aid i think without vr in its current form maybe you have to tweak it here and there but i think it will become much more important and i think using ai will also become a topic at some stage how can you use you know artificial intelligence to help the game of football to keep it as fair as possible again we will have these discussion points always it will not be perfect but again i think as much fair play as you can bring in through vr it's a good thing um the game is becoming faster and faster uh, the isl wants vr but the isl is not becoming faster and faster so why do you need vr right now अभी तो आप चल रहे हो वो लोधी गार्डन वाली स्पीड पे रिचर्ड रिचर्ड एंड समथिंग सॉरी 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 आईएसएल आई थिंक जस्ट वन पॉइंट आई मीन आई वर्क इन सीजन 1 ऑफ द आईएसएल एंड आई वाचड अ लॉट थैंक्स टू मिस्टर स्कीमर यू वर एबल टू वाच द आईएसएल ऑन अ ऑन एन ऑफिशियल स्ट्रीम दिस सीजन इन यूरोप आई थॉट द सीजन 7 ऑफ द आईएसएल ओवरऑल वाज मच मच बेटर देन द स्पीड दैट वी हैड इन आईएसएल 1 सो लेट्स लेट्स गिव देम द क्रेडिट फॉर दैट एंड वी ब्रॉट देयर वर अ लॉट ऑफ बेटर फॉरेनर्स इन द आईएसएल इन सीजन 7 and and i think that was also a problem sometimes for the ref indian refs again they've become much better than they were 5 7 years ago so we have to give them credit for that but i think the game is evolving much faster than 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 the evolution that you can have in referees mm-hmm. that point that point रेफरीज कमिंग आउट विल बी यूज टू having some sort of assistance um, with the yeah.
ोवा it would help them and and again if you look at for example the afc is in, in using it now in the final round of the the world cup qualifiers in asia uh, they they're using it in, in the champions league um, knockout stages they're using it also for the final of the afc cup you see it trickling down from the top so that's a, i think that's a good sign and i think it it, it most it, you know referees were not sure of themselves that i hope it gives them that that surety you know even if i make a mistake that mistake can be corrected because i felt sometimes when this whole discussion was happening in the isl some of these referees panicked in some of these decisions because they were they were so much under scrutiny there was so much of talk of certain court head coaches you know and, and they were blamed for everything um you know that 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 it is a tool and it's a help and i hope it helps them to become better as well yeah and i, I guess the fact is that when whenever you bring in a new tool you have to factor in a, a transition time um कि आप उस टूल को समझोगे टूल को समझोगे आप कहोगे अच्छा दिस इज अटर वे टू Interventions are coming and making referees better. You still get a very different opinion. I mean, they have been trying to sharpen their uh, reflexes, sharp, recognize uh, universally accepted fouls and offsides and things like that. But you still get this element of error by watching it in slow motion, front and back, uh, different angles and stuff. So I think as long as a human is out there with a whistle in his hand, you're going to uh, get disagreements. You can't keep yeah. two teams happy. Yeah, yeah. absolutely and because that the result will determine in the end which of the two teams is happier yeah. <laughs> not the referee's decision and also like the the whole sorry i'll just try to be quick the whole uh, thing of uh, you know trickling down from so one point that arnavo brought up was fair play and how this technology is created or employed with the theory of making the field of play fairer what act, what actually happens is that the it's a trickle down scenario so the richest and most developed football nations employ that technology first right and they get more used to playing with that technology their referees get better blah 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 so gaps get wider and wider and then finally it starts coming down to asia and and other parts of the world so so this either when when you talk about standardization uh, either these things should in a game as widely played as football either these technology should be uh, i don't know uh, put into place everywhere which is impossible or they should not happen at all is my opinion on 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 that subject because otherwise the gaps just keep getting broader and broader and broader and and so, there's no duniya ye to ye to ye aapki jis society mein aap reh rahe ho ye uska itihas hai vaccine ko leke dekh lo aap yeah yeah उटलोट 
And Richard, again, that's the point, right? You're saying that they get 18 matches. They will not get 18 matches because you've had foreign referees come in. I remember we we, we worked on a plan with the with the DFB to bring in German refs two seasons ago for the for the towards the end of the season. Your Bastian Dankert, who is one of the VR referees at the Euros, was actually mm-hmm. officiating in the ISL. Um, okay. So so again, you, they don't even get those 18 matches. They'll get those 14 matches, and and yeah. that has been also the problem that these referees are not. Again, this is the first season, I think where they've used Indian referees or were forced to use Indian referees because of the pandemic. And you have to give them that chance. And, and they will make mistakes. They are, at the end yeah. of the day, are human beings. Again, we will we hate them for that when they do, do their mistakes. But again, uh, sadly, we have to say they're human beings and they'll do mistakes. And, and as the same thing as with the players, you need to get that exposure. You need to get in those matches. And as, in, as hopefully the season grows and you know they've got more matches in the, in, in the Indian calendar, the better they'll get. I think I one know. of the one of the uh, beyond the, the uh, improve, game uh, game improvement and standardization and all this stuff, uh, one of the main issues with or reasons for bringing in VAR was also to reduce uh, the kind of chances of referees being approached for fixing. And in that context, I think uh, it does help a lot because you have those replays and everyone gets to see those replays, so those opportunities are reduced. But again, if you look at the history of fixing and how, how it's happening, it's happening in lower leagues uh, and in lower divisions of lower leagues in smaller countries. So, again, uh, just, just reiterating the same thing. If it has to happen, if the same kind of trials have to happen, the same kind of learning process has to happen, there's a lot less at stake in lower leagues. So, perhaps governing bodies, FIFA, UEFA, AFC, can employ these technologies in lower leagues first Look at, work out the kinks, work out the problems in the system and then go to the top leagues where there are perhaps billions of dollars at stake and, and people's jobs and people's and where to, to some extent people's, people are saying it's more, more than life and death and stuff like that. Okay. Okay, bhai. Well done. Now, that day is not far away that there are four AI people sitting here and talking about it. ٹھیک four uh, gentlemen or three at least such as yourselves it's going to go on forever Pleasure. but we'll go back for web ki baatein to a point that arnavo brought up earlier in the show which is uh, about the pride flag and and that whole uh, conversation that's been happening uh, we were supposed to also touch on covid today but but arnavo hopefully we'll have you back on the show later on to give us an update on that Uh, for now, because you've also posted a bunch of stuff, clubs that you follow and, and the team, the national team that you follow have been in, at the center of this kind of conversation. If you can just give us a quick update on what is happening in, in, in or what happened in uh, over the past couple of days and how the conversation is going to move forward from a UEFA perspective. I think there is a misunderstanding on the two sides, uh, you know, which has led to this situation. I think... Uh, I stand with UEFA to say that they don't want a political statement to be made. And I think the mistake was done by the City Council of Munich by saying that we will put up the flight flag in the match specifically Hungary, against Hungary yeah. to protest against the rules and regulations which have been changed in Hungary. When you say that, it is a political statement. Again, and this, this opens Pandora's box because then you have to allow dictators to, I don't know, I'm going to kill... a certain community or whatever potentially you could you should need to allow them to do that because you are allowing political statements so that is i think the whole discussion and i feel i have had a lot of conversations with people where i tried to explain to them that the standpoint of uefa is right i feel it is right but there should have been a way to work around this to sort this thing out but i think if i look at the whole uh, after effects that have happened in germany actually by uefa saying no to this there is It's a, it's a much bigger, wider discussion in society happening about Prime, uh, Pride Month, about LGBTQ, uh, 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 um, the situation of these people, about human rights, about you know, every human being being the same. So in that way, the negative has been turned into a positive. And as I said, I think 
the the whole german football world was distracted by this whole topic and if you see um and germany were taunted by the hungarians pre match by their so called hardcore fans as being gay germany and all that kind of stuff and i'm interested to see what steps uefa takes because these guys also didn't keep the social distancing in the match they stood as one block um there have been issues in in, in budapest regarding racism against uh, uh, uh players of color um again that's a very difficult thing and 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 again and you know where do you take a stand it's it's a very big topic it's a very big issue and and you know it's it's being amplified by this tournament because it's taking place across europe i think that is the thing of what's happening uh, that you know you're playing as far away as azerbaijan you know they have their issues you you talk about hungary we can talk about russia we can talk about you know the whole eastern eastern europe european bloc uh, but when when we when we talk about england we have to you know talk about racism there's an angle of racism which is never discussed in football and that is you know we are south as south asians we are the most racially abused people when it comes to football you know there is a racism clear cut racism in english football that people of south asian origin are not seen good enough to be taken as as professional footballers but if you talk to players in the uk people in the uk they will never discuss it as such people who and i've seen this through since the days of baichung butia baichung butia faced those problems uh, over 20 years ago and for me it was never a topic let's say in german football in german football it doesn't matter what your background is if you're good they will take you someone like a robin duth who's of indian origin has been coach of bundesliga teams has been technical director of the german fa so i see that is a difference but again about you know pride month it's a it's a it's a very contentious a very tricky issue i've heard stories that you know that in iran uh, um, the pixling manuel noyer's captain's armband uh, if 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 a female referee is officiating they're pixling her legs and her arms because it's not allowed to be shown in iran so there needs to be a global discussion on these topics yeah absolutely and and uh, well i mean i think also it's a it's a substantial topic for us to talk about which we will approach on a on a day in a proper format with people who are more knowledgeable on it in the sense at least or perhaps who are thank more you. active in 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 uh, in talking about it thanks thank you sir and and more ha mukher thank you aapne bol di baat people who are more knowledgeable Yeah, yeah, no, because this was just a, we have because we have someone on the ground. I just wanted to get a sense of what what are the conversations happening, uh, because in many, in a way, just as a, you know, not a political statement or anything, but uh, from the outside, it's fair enough that this conversation will distract people away from football because it's a much bigger conversation and a far more important conversation than a game of football, uh, any any day of the week. So so that's fair enough. <laughs> but uh, where our priorities lie and, and don't i guess we each have to figure that out ourselves uh we are well well over time guys thank you so much for for uh joining us this afternoon richard sorry sorry for the short notice uh we will end with a with a with one of the best videos i've seen in a long long time this is why we call cricket a samosa party thanks for watching guys see you tomorrow camera these people on the right indian fans passionate they're happy ajinkya rahane tickles one down the leg side they see what's happened and then oh no what's going on oh even though i know